Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers everywhere, and chumps for Trump. Great to have you along on this cloudy and gray Thursday as we venture forth into hour number two. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation. Just use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And my email remains, as always, bob at 1063WORD. Pleasure to welcome to the program this afternoon a first-time guest. She is Tracy Beans, an investigative journalist, editor-in-chief at Uncover DC, whose declared sole focus is the truth, a rare enough quantity to come by in uh, this day and age. Tracy, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking time to be with us today. Thanks for having me. And that's actually true. <laughs> not just <a> saying. <laughs> let's, let's talk for a moment, uh, Tracy, about what the uh, associated propagandists call the unwarranted and baseless claims of fraud in the 2020 election. When every time we turn around, whether it's Pennsylvania, whether it's North Carolina, whether it's Michigan, whether it's Georgia, whether it's Wisconsin, whatever state it happens to be, uh, the reports, the, I guess what the associated propagandists call the baseless allegations, uh, continue to pour in. And I know that you and your team have been looking closely into this. Yes, it's been interesting to watch what the legacy media has done. So, First, it was there are no allegations or of widespread fraud. Then it was there was no, um, you know, there was no proof that there was any fraud. Now it's going to be that there's no, uh, no, no fraud that affected the outcome of anything. Just watch how they changed those goalposts around. So mm-hmm. basically what they're saying is that they, they're not distinguishing between allegations and credible allegations and proof. And when you're in a situation where you're supposed to have access to be able to view what's going on inside of these polling locations consistently, and you're not granted it. It's very hard to come up with the solid proof you need. However, when you've got 60, 80, 100 witnesses coming forward under the penalty of perjury and signing their names to affidavits, that's something known as credible allegations. Right. Um, If someone were to get into a car accident and there were 60 witnesses to that car accident, but the driver... And the insurance company of the car that was at fault decided they were going to say that that nothing that those 60 said was true. What do you think would happen? 
Yeah, exactly. And and here we are. We find ourselves now a week away uh, from uh, from this election. Uh, some of the things that that you mentioned, the the changing of uh, the narrative here, is this in part responsible for uh, for Bill Barr finally uh, awakening from his slumber in his office as Attorney General and saying, "Yeah, we'll look into this." You know, the funny thing is, is a lot of people have to you have to read into that letter from yesterday very closely, right? Mm-hmm. So. He actually admits inside that letter that there are, he, first of all, one thing. He makes very clear that the only allegations that should be investigated are credible allegations that have the ability to overturn the, the, the listed results in a state. In other words, if a state calls for Biden and the allegations of fraud affect enough votes to be able to swap the state right. win, focus there. And he tells us in that letter he's already initiated a few of those investigations on his own. So he's. This has been happening. It means that there are a couple of investigations going on right now that the DOJ feels are strong enough to be able to potentially affect the outcome. Yeah, we're talking with Tracy Bean. She is the editor-in-chief at Uncover DC, uh, has investigated several major stories of uh, this, these kinds of uh, fraud and, and, and other uh, evidences of corruption at the highest levels of government. This is something that I had talked about earlier, Tracy, uh, in in looking forward to the legal cases that will eventually be adjudicated, that some of these judges uh, could, uh, could merely say, well, you know, yes, you've uncovered some fraud, but we don't believe it's enough to change the outcome, and so therefore we're going to ignore it. I, I don't think that that's going to happen, and here's why. In any civil suit, the complaint that is written has to be accepted as truth. You, you, you don't, you know, there's going to be a motion that comes after this where people respond to the complaint and say, there's right. no evidence of this and there's no jurisdiction and blah, blah, blah. But again, the witness affidavits are stronger than any allegation made without them. They are merely, they, they are proof in many ways. You know, that you can't just ignore 60 witnesses who say they witnessed the same thing and other, you know what I mean? It's, it can't happen. And not only right. that, there's a Supreme Court court decision that's about to come down um, or, you know, an action taken in the Pennsylvania situation that could trickle down to all of the states that had their judicial branches make election law without the permission of the legislature. Yeah. So it's a very and, interesting showdown. Yeah, it is. And, and especially in Pennsylvania, because, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, the administration is charging that Pennsylvania essentially ran a two-tiered election. And the, the other aspect of this, and the one that I think is going to uh, bring blowback on, uh, on the Biden campaign, is the fact that election laws are, are set and established by the lawmakers in those states, by the legislature, not by some judge who says, well, I don't care what the legislature said. I'm saying we can still take ballots three days later. That's exactly right. And the other thing, you know, if all else fails at the end of the day, you've got the Speaker of the House in Pennsylvania um, basically demanding a, an audit of the entire election right. where they are the ones that are observing it. You know, these are the people that appoint electors. I think that, the, you know, some of the Democrat side and even some Republicans that aren't really quite that, that bright forget that, you know, electors are determined by the state legislatures. In most of these states, they're Republican state legislatures who are mm-hmm. seeing what's going on and saying, this isn't okay. So they could even at the end of the day not appoint their electors to represent Joe Biden. It's interesting as well to me, Tracy, now uh, as the narrative continues to evolve here a week away from Election Day, now uh, some of these 
swapped votes uh, where votes were taken away from Donald Trump and switched to, uh, to Joe Biden. These are now being referred to as glitches in the system. Uh, yeah. this, this also, uh, maybe it's just me, makes me somewhat suspicious. You know, it's, it, we're not even we're not even talking right now very much in, in circles about those glitches. There are teams that are focused on them, legal teams, right. because they're important. Software doesn't glitch like that. Uh, <laughs> that's called a program. Um, so, you know, th- there's there's issues like, for example, those machines are not supposed to be connected to the Internet. Correct. We have signed affidavits of people who have witnessed them browsing and on the Internet. That's illegal. Oh, there, it, this is not just, you know, a couple people saying you filled out your ballot wrong or two bed dead people voted, even though right. those things are very important. Mm-hmm. This is serious, serious malfeasance being being brought forth here. It's, it's a big deal. You guys taking a look, Tracy, at this Dominion uh, vote counting software program? Yes. Dominion is actually, uh, it was rejected in Texas because of the flaws it had. As a matter of fact, in 2018, Texas had some of its own problems in the Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke race with fraud, Mm -hmm. uh, which is why those margins got so close. But this software is used in all of these states where we're having these, quote, glitches. And it's been demonstrated on live television several times. Those news broadcasts take their results from Decision Desk, which takes the results from the companies that run the voting software. Right. So if you're seeing a ticker change before your eyes in real time and remove votes from one and add to the other, that's not because the news organization did it. It's because the data coming in was manipulated. Yeah, very suspicious. In all the investigating work that you're doing, and I know you have teams in the field, uh, Tracy, what would you say is the most egregious violations that you have uh, come across so far two states michigan and pennsylvania both of those states are absolutely disgusting because the poll watchers were physically kept from from observing and in some cases physically harassed and attacked and chained out by democrats controlling those locations where they were legally allowed to be so there was a blatant law breaking. And in Pennsylvania, specifically, the secretary of state issuing guidance to precincts to ignore the signature requirement for absentee and mail-in ballots was the second most egregious thing that I've witnessed so far. Right. Yeah, it's it's truly incredible. So uh, we understand that the Trump campaign is going to be fighting diligently, as they have been for the last going on four years, against a a leftist controlled media that really has turned into nothing more than a propaganda arm for the DNC. Is it going to be a tough sell uh, for those in in America who do not follow these things closely and are now, if if the results of the election are overturned, they've been been so heavily selling President-elect Biden, uh, this creates a whole other set of problems. It does. I I don't think we should, you know, even using the word overturned is something because nothing's been certified yet. So nothing's been decided. Very, very true. Very true. But even outside of that, most people think a lot of people think that it has been decided. And so this was by design. They wanted chaos regardless of how we got there. The point is that 80, 80, close to 80 million Americans understand that there is a power structure attempting to steal their rightful vote from them. And they're not going to just roll over and let it happen. And I'm excited to see the Democrats call for unity when the actual results of the election are certified. Yeah, the same way they uh, called for unity after uh, Hillary lost four years ago, as I recall. 
<laughs> Correct. Yes, the yeah. unity that that bled through the country was just overwhelming. It was something yeah. to hold. Yeah, it was indeed. Tracy, it, it's good to know that you and uh, and your investigative journalists there at under at Uncover DC are are working diligently to get to the bottom of this, and we continue to hope and pray for a legitimate outcome to this election. I, I agree with you. Whatever that outcome ends up being, I just hope that it is with integrity. Amen. You guys have a website that people can follow you on, Tracy? Absolutely. Definitely. Please go to UncoverDC.com and subscribe. I'm a, I'm a native. of I live in South Carolina now, so I'm your neighbor. Um, and so <laughs> I would like everyone to follow me on Twitter if they can, too, at Tracy Beans with a Z. Excellent. Tracy, thank you very much uh, for what you're doing, and thanks for your time today. Good to have you here. Thanks. Have a great one. You too. 18 after 4 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more here on the Tuesday edition on WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Howdy. Welcome back. 424 here on the uh, Bobby Mack Show uh, in on the uh, text line. Bobby, thank you so much for introducing us to uh, Tracy Beans. I've been following her on Twitter, but have never actually heard her live. She's excellent and was rec- recommended to me on Twitter as the one to follow on election night for honest results. Hearing her was great. Again, uh, her name is Tracy Beans, B-E-A-N-Z. And uh, the website that she is editor-in-chief of is called UncoverDC.com, okay? Uh, somebody good to, uh, uh, to follow and, uh, and keep up with because uh, they're, they're looking into all this stuff. 424, as we go back to the phones, let's go to Simpsonville next and bring in Ron here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the program. Uh, sorry, uh, Tom is actually next up. Hi, Tom. Welcome. Hey, Bobby Mack, long-time listener. I have one question. Uh-huh. 
Monday, Monday, I believe it was, the gentleman called in about his Newsmax on his streaming radio or uh, phone. Right. And he couldn't get it. Well, <laughs> I started to call Monday, but I can't get your uh, channel on the computer anymore. Uh, how do you mean? You, you you can't find our website? No. When I click on the link to go to WORD, right. it tells me this site can't be reached. Yeah, that's because they made a change where we used to have a standalone website where we had an app. Uh, the uh, the yeah. the suits at corporate uh, decided uh, that rather than having uh, all of these stations, or what they call siloed, that is standing alone, they would put them all under the umbrella of one big corporate website, and that site is radio.com. Uh, go there. Uh, uh, just download that app from your app store, radio.com, and then select 106.3 WORD as favorite, and uh, you'll be right back in touch with us. When did they do that? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it's been some time ago, maybe as long ago as a year. Well, last week, I was listening to you in my bedroom on the computer playing games. Yeah. And Mark uh, Levin... And never had this come up before till Monday. Yeah, it's weird because they've been phasing it out as they go along. So uh, that that could be why it, it took a while before it uh, had an effect on on your listening capabilities. Okay, well, doing a good job. Hope everything works out. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, you and Thank me you. both, uh, with God's help. Twenty-seven after four here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, Bobby, the uh, bumper music uh, uh, was. Uh, Bob Seger's fire down below. That's where some of these devils will go. Uh, Bobby, uh, talking about these abuses in Michigan alone, there are now 131 witnesses who have signed affidavits willing to testify to the flagrant violations in the election process. Uh, Bobby, could you uh, repeat uh, the lady's name again? Yeah, that's Tracy Beans, B-E-A-N-Z, and her uh, website is UncoverDC.com. Bobby, Mark Stein did an announcement today regarding what to do if you were personally affected by election fraud, how to sign an affidavit, and how to get that information to Trump's legal team as evidence. Uh, Can you tell everyone that information again for anyone that missed it? Sorry, uh, unfortunately, I can't. I don't listen uh, to other talk shows because, frankly, I don't want to be influenced by what other talk show hosts say, even Limbaugh or Levin or Tara or any of the others, and also because I don't want anything subliminally planted in my brain that I might uh, 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 unintentionally end up uh, repeating and passing off as my own thought. Uh, Bobby is a 45-plus-year software developer. The Dominion software glitch is no accident from uh, Alan in Greer. I I got something else on that. Guy from MIT who uh, was involved in uh, developing email uh, has put out a piece about that. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll find that piece and share it with you. And I mentioned this earlier, and we'll talk about it some more on the other side, this hashtag Maidengate. A Twitter user 
appears to have uncovered a fake voting harvesting technique. And I'll tell you about this one when we come right back. Annie is ready to go in the news center. And I'm right back on the other side here on Tuesday on WORD. Yeah, this is interesting. What do you know? Last Friday's ratings for the supposedly conservative Fox News outlet were lower than both CNN and BSNBC for the first time in years, according to an internal Fox document containing viewership analytics. The numbers show that on November 6th, Fox pulled 2,266,000 viewers, while CNN saw nearly twice as many, 4,009,000. Similarly, MSNBC, according to Fox's internal numbers, had 2,983,000 viewers, beating Fox by over 7,000 viewers. Yikes! And, of course, this is not only the result of Fox's making a call for Biden in Arizona, while 1% of the vote was in, and while voters there were still standing in lines waiting to vote. This is a mass exodus that has been a long time in the making, as Fox has obviously chosen to feed its viewers steadily rising doses of leftist pablum, from a growing army of paid leftist contributors. Need I name them all? Donna Brazile, uh, Marie Harf, Chris Wallace, Juan Williams. Uh, Vio Condios, Fox News. Let's uh, bring in uh, Toby. He is next up. He is in Clinton. Hi, Toby, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Big Mac. How's it going for you today? So far, so good. I'm happy to report. That's great. Uh, one little thing I've observed, you know, the, you know, the election hasn't really been called yet, but Biden sure doesn't seem like he's ready to move move on in. I mean, he's getting committee started and research. I mean, he's doing all this kind of stuff, and he ain't been declared the winner officially yet. Has the electoral college voted? No. Has uh, the Congress uh, voted? No. Nope. So uh, apparently, he cannot be president-elect. Until those two things happen, you are correct in your assumption, Toby. And worse than that, Biden, uh, according to published reports, has already been in contact with foreign leaders, which is a violation of the Logan Act. The same thing, they went after President Trump's first director of national intelligence, General Flynn, for. And now Biden's done the same thing. Maybe he's looking for another payday. Well... Probably. You know, yeah. I'm surprised Putin ain't came out saying, I'm getting tired of you and everybody in that country hollering, Russia, 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 I do everything. He said, I mean, I, if I was that man, I said, <laughs> I wish you quit blaming everything on us. Blame it on somebody else for a while. I, I think Putin has had enough. He said the other day he's going to retire. Yeah. I mean, this one I don't get. Here it is. They're blaming everything on Russia and everything and Trump. And they're the ones, the Biden family, the ones taking money from Russia. Yeah. Meantime, Hunter Biden is getting a a big payoff in the millions of dollars from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. But I don't see Mueller investigating him. 
Nope. Interesting. Don't make Voody, a bit of sense. Very interesting. Thanks for the call, Toby. I you appreciate know. it. Uh, today is a very special day as well because it is the 10th day of November. That is always a red letter day on the Bobby Mac calendar. And uh, Gunny James joins us from Spartanburg to explain why. Welcome, Gunny. How are you doing there, Bobby Mac? I couldn't wait to get on the phone. <laughs> but uh, happy birthday to all the Marines and past, present. And uh, they served their country in defense of this great country that we have. You bet. Uh, it was November 10th, 1775. Correct, the first sir. Continental Marines were formed in, in a tavern. So don't don't get bad at, mad at the tavern, but it was Tongue Tavern. And, uh, well, that that but, is uh, a uh, that is a tradition that I find uh, entirely fitting, Gunny. Hoorah! Hoorah, indeed. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to thank and uh, wish all the the the, the brothers in the Corps that I have out there, and I have a lot of them. Yep. Happy birthday, Marine. You bet. Be proud. You bet. And 200 and... Uh, time, sir. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you, Gunny Jameson. Thank you for your service. 245th anniversary of the Big Green Machine. Uh, meantime, I mentioned Maidengate, hashtag Maidengate. Uh, you, you'll have to cut me some slack on this because of the language. Uh, this is from the uh, the website. Um, well, it, it's I found it at uh, whatfinger.com, okay? A resourceful American using the Twitter handle, some bitch I know, <laughs> has uncovered what appears to be one of the ways that fake votes were harvested in the election when she discovered that her mother's vote had been cast under her maiden name. Posting her discovery using hashtag Maidengate, she is spurring other women to check their ballot status under their maiden names at previous addresses, and what happened next appears to have uncovered one of the ways that fake mail-in ballots for Joe Biden were harvested and counted. And uh, she posted, here is how you can help with hashtag Maidengate. Check your registration status in every state you've ever lived in and been a registered voter. Two, if you can, check whether a ballot was cast. And number three, if you got a text from a different state asking about your vote, check it out. Of course, it's not going to be the government that fixes our broken election system. It's up to all of us to step up and fix it ourselves. Check on your vote. Has it been counted? As more evidence has surfaced, hashtag Maidengate has been picking up traction. Support from the RSBN network, Charlie Kirk, and other popular MAGA figures. Uh, follow R RSBN uh, network tweeted, follow at some bitch I know, because we do believe she's onto something. Uh, Charlie Kirk tweeting, somebody needs to look into this. I've been telling people that the middle of the night Biden drop, drops were functionally impossible statistically. Simply, the exact number of ballots Biden needed to make up 
Huge deficits didn't magically appear at 4 a.m. with nearly 100% returns for Biden. Mathematicians have been making the case, but it's worthless without also uncovering the methods to create reserves of fake ballots. Don't take it from me. Take it from the guy who invented email. And then this tweet is posted. Dr. Shiva Ayadurai, MIT, PhD, inventor of email, who tweeted, and I quote, Mathematics is how God reveals truth. It's a skill you need to get four degrees at MIT. My team has uncovered without equivocation a clear and undeniable pattern in Michigan. We will be presenting the data shortly for everyone to see and judge for themselves at real Donald Trump exclamation point. His last name is spelled A-Y-Y-A-D-U-R-A-Y. Dr. Shiva Ayadurai, Ph.D., MIT. 14 before 5. Be right back. Uh, Still sounds as good today as it did back in the day. Happy birthday, number 245, Second Continental Congress on the 10th of November, creating the United States Marine Corps. Uh, Hoorah, indeed. Semper Fi. Uh, In on the text line, Bobby, at some bitch I know, she goes by the initial L, has been suspended from Twitter. (laughs) Wondered how long that would take. Here is her link tree link, which has links to all her other accounts. If you want more info on hashtag Maidengate, HTTPS colon uh, two slashes forward slashes link tr dot ee slash some bitch I know. Okay. And uh, Money Penny, uh, that's that's on our uh, text messages if you want to Put that up somewhere on Facebook or somewhere where people can uh, track it. Hey, Bobby Mack, maybe the real ID is uh, complicit here. I mean, if you've had name changes due to multiple marriages, you have to provide all marriage and divorce papers. That would be one way to dummy up a bunch of fake votes. Good point. Uh, Bobby Mack, Dr. Shiva, MIT, also exposes Dr. Fauci. As the fraud he is, look him up. Uh, Bobby, I just checked my registration status in Pennsylvania under my maiden name. Search results negative. Darn, I was hoping I could file an affidavit. Here's a thought. Maybe since we're now talking about this, they've written a new algorithm that shows you that the results were negative. I mean, you know. How deep does this stuff go? Uh, Bobby, I received several text messages from North Carolina Elections Committee asking me to register to vote uh, going back three weeks before the election. Yeah, number of people told me they uh, found themselves in the same boat. Uh, Money Penny says the uh, information uh, that we were just talking about is on Facebook now. 
Uh, Bobby, there is no honor among thieves. Have a good day. No kidding. Uh, for Fox News, I think Vio con Diablo <laughs> would be more appropriate. Yeah. There you go with your pal with uh, the uh, hoofs for feet. Uh, Bobby, maybe Trump can buy CNN and change it to TNN. It has been rumored that uh, if things don't work out, that uh, Donald Trump as a private citizen would put together a coalition of other billionaires and they would buy one America News Network and turn that into a Trump News. Uh, Bobby, longtime Fox people, now OAN and Newsmax, if we even watch news at all. I hear you. I hear you. Bobby, I fear for my children and the world we may leave them if the communists get in power. The president has a 70 million strong well-armed militia at his disposal. Uh, let us strike while the iron is hot. Let us bleed the swamp. Let us do the dirty work now so that it doesn't fall to our children. I, look, I get it. There are a lot of people that, that feel that way. But I'm, I'm not quite ready to uh, turn us into a banana republic yet. Let's see if we can make the system work legally. Uh, Bobby Mack, have you heard about the Million MAGA March this Saturday? Spread the word. As a matter of fact, I should have mentioned it when Tracy Beans was on with me because Tracy will be one of the speakers at the Stop the Steal rally in Washington Saturday, November 14th. That is this Saturday, right? <sighs> you know, we, we need a brief respite from all this stuff. And fortunately, we have one coming up. Because uh, beginning on, well, actually, Wednesday with the Par 3 contest, and then on Thursday we get underway for real, when uh, once again we will hear, hello, friends, the Masters, right around the corner. Another morning, another great day, here in Augusta. It's the Masters. Another day of long tee shots, and long, dramatic pauses right. at a course that's seen golfers with names like Fuzzy Zeller, Tiger Woods, and Chichi Rodriguez. You bet. Wearing fashion in vibrant colors, one of the rare occurrences men wear white belts, and one of the few places Munsingware is still a desired label. Hey, watch. It's the Masters on CBS. Uh, yes, won't be long before the tinkly piano. Unusually, we'll hear the strains of that over the uh, hallowed grounds of Augusta National Golf Club in November. Going to be interesting to see uh, all the leaves turning there instead of the azaleas in bloom. Hour number three, the five o'clock follies is next. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.